Yo, yo, what is going on, everybody? It's episode 110, 110 of The Wise Guys. We are back. Another week, another episode, you already know. We were away for a few weeks, but we're back. That's the important thing, you already know. We chilling, kicking it, cooling. So you know what time it is. First things first, how you feeling tonight, bro? Shit, I'm feeling amazing, bro. The sun is shining, the weather's nice. Uh, We had some afternoon baseball today. You know, I appreciate that since uh, my hours at work don't start till the afternoon, basically. So, yeah, man, I'm feeling great. <laughs> Too funny, man. But, yeah, speaking of work, Nick over here got a new job at a new spot, new restaurant that just opened up. You want to tell him about that, bro? Yes, sir. Cafe Le Jardin, uh, all French. It's a brother or sister, whatever you want to call it, of June BYOB um, in Collingswood, New Jersey. Scene's really coming up uh, in Haddonfield. Excuse me, but yeah, no, 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 Collingswood, Collingswood. I, I get them so confused all the time, man. <laughs> They're basically the two cities in South Jersey that's coming up in the food scene. Uh, proud to be a part of it, definitely. Dope, man. So they got some French food there. Is that French cuisine? Yeah, it's all French cuisine. Uh, they're starting lunch this week, so that's a plus. That's dope, man. So y'all heard it. Go check it out. Neek's new spot over there in Collingswood, you said? Collingswood. That's what's up, man. Well, the, my spot I'm at now is in Audubon, okay. so check that okay. out. The well, right, original restaurants in Collins. Right near it, right near it, all in the same area, same vicinity. But, um, yeah, man, dope. Congratulations, bro, on the new job. And, um, yeah, so let's get into it. Um, on Sunday, we did have something very important. It was two years, uh, two-year anniversary of DMX's passing. Shout out to DMX, man. We talked about him a lot on this show. We were pretty devastated when he passed away. As long as everybody else was, I mean, like we talked about before, I feel like DMX was the type of artist, like, <laughs> like we, everybody listened to DMX, no matter what age group you were in, what kind of music you listened to. I feel like DMX had a very uh, wide fan base, you know what I mean? Very diverse fan base right there. So rest in peace, the dog DMX, man. Yeah, it definitely was a sad day when he uh, passed. One of my favorite artists to listen to working out, obviously. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sports. Athletes, the players, they understand uh, nothing gets you more hype than DMX in the locker room. Uh, yeah, he just gifted us with a bunch of fire music and movies. Uh, I was going to say, his music still. was actually in a lot of movies, too. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, man, definitely shout out to DMX. All he did and will continue to keep his legacy alive for sure. Um, but, yeah, just sad. But in other words... Uh, we did have some new drops going on. We had Drake dropping a new single last week, Search and Rescue, number one on Spotify right now. Um, I did check it out. It's, you know, I, <laughs> I feel like it's, it's, it's like Drake has two types of tracks he drops, you know what I mean? Um, but you know, it's a little vibe, I guess, but it's really not like that hard Drake that, that we like listening to. Um, but yeah, man, did you get a chance to listen to it? Nah, I didn't check that one out. Uh, flew a little under the radar, in my yeah, opinion, even yeah. though it apparently did numbers. That's how all the songs go that Actually, Drake drops. How I saw it was on Twitter. People were saying, um, <laughs> people were literally saying like, was it Kim Kardashian on the motorcycle? Like, shit like that i'm like what the hell so like that's how I actually that's how i saw it but i <laughs> that's that's how i checked it out but yeah I, it definitely wasn't kim kardashian on the motorcycle in the picture <laughs> <laughs> yeah that i i didn't even see any uh like tweets going around about that when i i just seen the cover straight up first of all and i thought it was like a a kim kardashian look-alike or yeah, no, it i, I look feel like there was a subtle diss there uh purposefully had her uh, or the model, whoever it was, uh, in the picture, I feel as though looking like Kim Kardashian. <laughs> yeah, you know Drake's always on his subliminal shit, you know what I mean? Always coming with something like that. But go check it out if you haven't already. Search and Rescue by Drake. Also, I did hear that Quavo is dropping an album, solo album this summer, uh, dedicated to Takeoff. It's called Rocket Power. Definitely looking forward to that one. Um, you know, we all know how close... The Migos once was, and Quavo and Takeoff being as close as they were, I think that's a dope project. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely glad to see uh, Quavo getting back into things, dropping music. I heard a snippet of an apparent song he was going to drop. Uh, I don't think it was this one, but I was like, uh, I don't know, man. I, I ain't really vibing to that one, but not going to come with the disrespect, obviously. Migos is goaded. 
Uh, went to their concert with Future. That was amazing. Saw take off before he died. R.I.P. Uh, yeah, man. Just overall, good to see Quavo having the head up. Definitely, man. Absolutely. Um, but that's pretty much it for the new drops. Nothing really dropping recently. Um, but I will say, um, since we last saw y'all, we did hit that Glock concert that we were talking about. Long anticipated. Um, show is dope, as always, at the Fillmore in Philly. Shout out Glock, man. Doing his thing. Taking that torch from Dolph, man. And just just turning up. Really doing his thing with this project, uh, Glaucoma 2. And he's dropping that Deluxe with five new tracks on it. Definitely hype for that as well this month, but the show was lit, man. Yeah, it was definitely cool to get back into the concerts. Uh, well, going to the concerts, used to do that a lot, obviously, when we had more free time yeah, in high school. Down on that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, just overall great concert. I do wish Philly would have showed up a little better. <laughs> yeah, uh, me too. But me too. nonetheless, everybody was, that was there was super lit. Absolutely, man. It was definitely dope vibes. Uh, Kenny Money was there in the building. He just dropped the album. You know what I mean? Blue Money. Go check that out, man. He's a little under the radar, but he's with PRE, man. Paper Out Empire. And uh, he's doing his thing as well. And don't forget, free Big Moochie, man. Free Big Moochie. Uh, shout out to Paper Route, though. Um, that's Glock and Dolph's label. Uh, independent. And uh, definitely, you know how hard we rock with them, man. So shout out to Glock and them. Yeah, I was glad to see... Or hear or see, whatever the fuck, uh, that we're getting a deluxe. So, I mean, the album itself was hard. Every beat on there was fire. Uh, no skips at all, in my opinion. So, yeah, man, I'm just hyped to see Glock keep pushing. And like you said, I'm glad he's keeping the Dolph legacy going and the whole team's just riding behind him. Absolutely, man. Uh, so again, always shout out to Glock for doing his thing. And uh, we're definitely looking forward to that deluxe. But... Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, man. Um, also, I want to get into something that just was announced today. <laughs> oh man, uh, Jake Paul and Nate Diaz fight announced um, August fifth in Dallas, Texas. I don't know where this is going to be held. Um, uh, was first, I was thinking AT and T Stadium, Cowboy Stadium, but that's in Arlington, so I'm not too sure where it's going to be. But I guess we, we can look forward to that. I don't, you know, there was, I was kind of skeptical about all Jake Paul's fights, about being staged and whatnot. Granted, he has put in a lot of work these past few years, but I have a feeling this one definitely is not. And, and this kind of like confirms it for me, I guess, that they're not, or at least this one won't be, because I just can't see Nate doing something like that, man. Yeah, I mean, I, they're probably going to have it at the Mavs Stadium. I'm not too sure of the name of it, but. Oh, okay, that would make uh, sense here. They're. I don't know. I, I just find this is like a more of an entertainment reasoning. Um, obviously, Nate doesn't really need the bread. I I think. <laughs> I'd hope not. I mean, I know the UFC doesn't pay tremendously, but he had a pretty solid long career. Um, I don't know. Yeah, like you said, I, I think it's just like a PR stunt. I don't really think uh, anybody like Nate especially will fix anything or lose on purpose. So if he did lose, uh, my respect all to Jake Paul. Because I don't think this is fixed. But uh, will I watch it? Probably. Yeah, I think we'll be tuned into that. Uh, it should be interesting. And I'm excited to see Nate boxing. <laughs> you know, I think that'll be pretty funny. And I don't I don't know how true this is. I, I saw another fight announcement today. Uh, fuck it. Somebody from that One Direction band group uh, is supposed to be fighting Tommy Fury. So, I mean, really? this guy. Yeah, <laughs> fighting One Direction band group. Guy, I don't know. I I forget which one it was. It was one of them. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear about that one. But, yeah, I, nothing amazes me anymore with this these fights and stuff going on nowadays, these celebrity fights, fighting real fighters and whatnot. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Speaking of uh, fighting, though, we uh, WWE and the UFC actually combine. Uh, they combined to form a global sports entertainment company um, in a group worth $21 billion. The Endeavor Group, it was sold to, the WWE was sold to the Endeavor Group and is now combined with the UFC. Um, I don't know what this is going to bring, what this is going to do. Uh, I don't think they'll intertwine at all. Obviously, that wouldn't make sense, but I think it's one big entertainment group now and sports 
sports group. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. <laughs> it's kind of kind of crazy if you ask me, but two very big, successful businesses, um, you know, Vince McMahon and Dana White. I mean, they're breaded, so I guess they could just do what they want at this point. But I, I guess Dana White's still owner of the UFC. Vince McMahon, I guess, sold it now. I'm not too sure how that's working, but don't know the details on that. Just thought that was pretty dope, though. Yeah, definitely a good money move for them. Uh, speaking of the UFC, in my opinion, we've seen a lot of guys go back and forth between both um, companies. So, yeah, I, I just felt like it was right. It had to happen. Obviously, not going to see um, Ray Mysterio go out there and start fighting uh, Connor. <laughs> just throwing names out there, but yeah. you guys get it. <laughs> Absolutely, man. But. In other words, speaking of the UFC, we did have fight weekend over the weekend. UFC Miami, UFC 287 happened on Saturday night. Long anticipated card here. I was waiting for this one since fucking February, bro. Literally, I uh, just couldn't wait for this one. Izzy Adesanya beat Pierre, got his title back on Saturday. Uh, he redeemed himself after losing to Pierre, I think, this was the fifth time they fought, bro. So um, <laughs> they fought a few times in kickboxing before UFC. And now they have two fights in the UFC. And as we know, the first result, Pierre knocked Izzy out in the first fight. And now Izzy knocking Pierre out um, via TKO. KO in the second round. Uh, Izzy is now 24-2. and two, Got his title back for the middleweight division. And Pierre now is 7-2. and two. Um, What did you, I mean, I, what did you expect of this, man? What did you think of this, the result, the outcome? Uh, it kind of took me by surprise. Slightly. I mean, uh, not full surprise. I expected Izzy to uh, come harder, obviously. Uh, yeah. Studied a lot, trained a lot, as did Pereira. But I don't know, man. I, I just felt like it was going to be a submission, honestly, if Izzy won. Uh, I should have expected the knockout. Uh, more anger comes with knockouts, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> and this was truly a built-up fight, as we could <laughs> yeah, tell. Yeah, yeah. Just said they fought in the past a lot of times. Two guys with a lot so, of history. Yeah, yeah it, it was just a great fight. Um, I, I like the outcome, in my opinion. Uh, I, I felt it's like for the it, sport, it left you know us. I mean? Yeah, it left us with like a, a full stomach, I guess. I would say. <laughs> yeah, for I mean, for UFC fans, this is this is great. I mean. Because now, potentially, we get that get that trilogy, you know what I mean, in the UFC. Even though they fought five times, it wasn't in the UFC. This is the second time they did. So, hopefully, we get that trilogy fight. And uh, maybe Pierre moves up to he uh, light heavyweight. He moves to 205. I feel like he normally walks around at that weight, but he, he weight cuts. He cuts this weight uh, to fight at middleweight. And I think he would be an absolute beast in that division moving up. And uh, I think he would probably become the champ. And maybe at that point... You know, since Izzy's the champ in the middleweight, and if Pierre moves up to 205 and becomes the champ, maybe they fight again. Double champ activity, you know what I mean? I mean, who knows? I think that would be awesome for the sport. But for now, I could see Izzy going on to fight I'm either Kamzat or I'm going to say Robert Whitaker. And I really don't know who Pierre's got up next for him, depending on if he stays in the division or moves up or not. But we will see. Um, Izzy was absolutely ecstatic. He was hyped. I mean, he probably lived for this man. I mean, imagine somebody knocking you out cold three times and then you finally knock them out. <laughs> so definitely shout out to Izzy Adesanya, man, for getting it done. I mean, he dug deep and really it, it looked like he was losing the fight to begin with. And then he, he just, I don't know, man, he came out of nowhere with that shot and landed a couple and dropped him, man. It was just a shock. Uh, the crowd went wild. There was a lot of celebs in the building. So just incredible stuff right there. Yeah, it's definitely great for the UFC. Um, and I'm really looking forward to the fights to come. Uh, overall, the, f the card was so entertaining beside uh, losing money on Rosas. Uh, what's your opinion oh, on that? Man. What is your opinion on him losing to a guy who we thought looked very scared to fight him? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, statistically going into the fight, Rodriguez was, I believe, 8-1. And uh, we know Rosas was 7-0. and This kid was electric coming out. I mean, he was undefeated. Um, you know, granted, he's not ranked yet. He's a young kid. He's 19 years old. Uh, he just took, took UFC by storm being so young and knocking all these guys out or finishing all these guys, submitting them. 
Um, to, to lose this fight, I definitely, <laughs> it's gotta be messing with his head a little bit to be riding on top like that. And then to get knocked down, but it's almost like a smack in the face, like kind of like reality, get knocked back down to reality, you know, cause you're not there yet. You know what I mean? This kid's very young for the sport. Uh, but a lot of guys are saying, you know, giving him advice saying, man, just take a year off, grind, work out, get bigger, do you and come back stronger. And that's really what he should do. He should take some time off and get better. Uh, I think he, I, I believe he can be great in the sport. Um, I just think he needs to mature a little bit. I think he came out too hot. We saw how he came out in the first round trying to submit him right away because he's used to finishing guys so quickly. I think he was almost panicking in a sense, but Rodriguez, very calm, cool and collected in the weigh-ins. The guy looked like he didn't want to be there. Shocked me. But again, man, statistically, this was a good fight. Um, and now, they both only have one loss. So I, I believe that Rosas will be back, but I think he should take some time off. Yeah, definitely. I, I just feel like the kid was uh, so cocky. Got ahead of um, himself. Man. Yeah. Uh, I feel like UFC, obviously, you had the McGregor's of the world, uh, Nate Diaz's, but I, I just feel like it's a sport where you really can't be as cocky as you think. I mean, boxing, obviously, Floyd did his thing, can be cocky because I feel like boxing is more strategic. Um, many ways to win in boxing. Uh, but there's way, way more ways to lose in UFC. Um, obviously, you can get choked out, get knocked out um, by a leg, by a fist, by a knee, um, by an elbow. I just think there's way too many outcomes uh, that can possibly go wrong in the UFC to be as cocky as he was coming in seven fights under his belt. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, I, I really just feel like he should just regroup at this point, take some time off. Um, you know, this definitely is a, is a, is a lesson. It's a humbling lesson for him and, uh, for anybody else, obviously that, that is coming up with the scene, um, in the UFC. So shout out to Rosas, man. I, I believe he will be back eventually, but, um, we'll see. We will see. Um, also we had Masvidal versus Burns. Um, and uh, Masvidal retires from the UFC after his loss. Uh, did go the distance. Uh, he hung in there, man. Had a great, good fight. But Burns, man, is just... I just believe he's the best in the division right now. And uh, he's this is the best Gilbert Burns we have seen. Um, Fit-wise, I mean, just he's at his top of his game right now. And I think he's probably one of the best all-around fighters in the UFC right now. Ground game, he could strike. And he respected Masvidal. I believe in the first round, he didn't even try to take him down, none of that. He more so just stood there, rocked with him, gave him his respect, because we know how Masvidal fights. But in the second and third, that's when you see Burns mix it up a little bit, try to take him down. He had a great takedown, uh, picked him up in the air, slammed him. Um, but shout-out to Masvidal, man. Ends his UFC career, 35-17. and 17. Not the best record, but very respected record. And... Um, He's done his thing, man. He's been in, he's been fighting for well over 20 years now. And, uh, he's, he's really proven and made his mark in the UFC. Uh, but now, like I said, man, Burns, Burns is just a beast. So glad to see him get the victory. Yeah. I was definitely a fan of Burns. Uh, you put me on him. Uh, definitely like his ability to take people to the ground. I just feel like he's a very top heavy guy. And I feel like he has hands like bricks. Uh, would not want to fight that dude. Uh, Brazilian nightmare. <laughs> yeah, man. Like I said, one of the best all well-rounded guys in the UFC right now, in my opinion, uh, can stand up and bang with you or take you down. And he's a he's a mean wrestler, man. Uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu right there. But um, yeah, man, Masvidal, hats off to him for his career. And um, he's now retired and we will no longer see him in the octagon. But uh, we had a great card this weekend. Great fights. Looking forward to the next one. Um, and I, I just believe that we, we should see some good fights coming here on out. Um, but shout out to Masvidal, man. Like I said, uh, you, you know, <laughs> it, it's pretty impressive when you think about his career. Um, like I said, you look at it 35 and 17, not the best, but very respected record. And also the fact that he's never gotten knocked out cold just one time to Kamaru Usman. And really that, <laughs> that's really not too bad to say. Uh, I've been knocked out once in my career, but it was one of the baddest dudes on the planet. So, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Not too bad. Um, but that's pretty much it for the UFC and the fight weekend. Uh, we are going to move on to the NBA. The postseason is here. It's it's alive and it's here. Uh, we got <laughs> first thing I want to say, though, real quick. Joel Embiid, back-to-back -back scoring titles. Shout out to Joe, man. Joe joins AI and Wilt for the only Sixers to win multiple scoring titles. So, Got to give him a clap right there. Shout out to Embiid, man. Yeah, definitely shout out Embiid. Uh, 
it's going to be crazy. Or I should say I'm anticipating him to blow through this first round. Um, they get the Nets. Not really a bad team. Uh, just not a team built to beat the Sixers, if that makes sense. Uh, obviously, you have Mikael Bridges, good 3 and D guy. Um, he was Cam Johnson <laughs> stepped it up. Yeah, Bridges not being in Philly is yeah. should be a crime. <laughs> yeah, it uh, should be. I, I just feel like Harden is going to get his revenge against this team uh, that essentially did him dirty. Uh, not really so much the Nets as did Kyrie, but I'm not going to get into that. I just feel as though Embiid has to win. He has to win the series. Um, if he gets bounced in the first round, they're blowing it all up in Philly. Um, if he gets bounced in the second round, I think they blow that, it up in Philly. Yeah, this, so this, nice I, I just feel like there. it's very, very important for Joel Embiid and the Sixers to get this win this week. Um, game one and game two at home are very important. Um, like I said, this this Nets team's not scrubs, uh, but I just feel like the Sixers have a better a better offensive team scoring team. Uh, obviously, you have Joel Embiid, who's just a monster, can give you thirty on an off night. Uh, and you have James Harden, who's just an assist monster. Uh, we we need to see more Maxi. Um, I would like to see more Maxi, but Doc Rivers is going to be the Sixers' kryptonite. So I won't say slam the money line. I won't even say slam the series win. I even though they're like minus nine hundred or something crazy. Uh, but I'll just love. I'll just leave it off there and let you go. Um, Doc Rivers is the Sixers' worst enemy. Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, the Sixers definitely, absolutely have to win the first the the first round. They have to they have to dominate. They have to finish the series in two to three games, um, three games, and uh, it, that's really it. I mean, Joel Embiid is well aware of that, I believe, and um, James Harden, like you said, revenge on Brooklyn. And I think as long as as Harden can give us twenty ten, you know what I mean, something like that, and Embiid dominates as he should. We should be in great in a great position to take it. Um, so, that being said, uh, let's get into it. Um, we have the play in tournament continuing tonight. Last night it was Heat Hawks, T Wolves, Lakers. Lakers win one hundred eight, one hundred two, and Hawks win one sixteen, one hundred five. Um, I noticed your Heat man. What's your thoughts on last night's game, real quick, before we get into round one? Uh, Bam out of bio, just not showing up. Uh, as a Heat fan, we talked about the Heat on here numerous times. Uh, he's the one shaky guy. We have a couple of, we have a shaky team. Uh, I'll be the first to say it. Uh, we don't have any real, besides Jimmy, uh, true go get it scores. Pure point um, scores. Yeah, they, a lot of it depends on scheme plays, um, if the team's flowing or not. Duncan Robinson went from having the greatest three point season in heat history almost to just falling off the face of the earth. Um, I don't know. Hero definitely, is underwhelming, uh, in my opinion, this year. Uh, I expect a, l- a little bigger jump out of him, uh, but I'm not not panicking yet. We do have another game we get to play. Um, if that was the end of it, uh, I would have been really sad, honestly. Uh, this Heat team is kind of overachieving, I must admit. <laughs> uh, we, we're still in the flow of things, still in the playoffs, essentially. Uh, we do have to win to be in the official playoffs, but... I don't know. I, I just feel like this team's moving how I figured it would move. Um, we're not glazing. We're not going straight to the chip. I'm not screaming at the top of my lungs that we're winning the finals, but we're here and we're there. So let's see if we can stay. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, man. Uh, D'Lo last night facing his old team and the Lakers getting that dub. It looked like um, it was a little back and forth there. But uh, tonight we got Bulls Raptors, Thunders Pelicans. So we will see the outcome of those games. Round one starts this weekend on Saturday. We got Sixers, Nets, Hawks, Celtics, Knicks, Cavs, Warriors, Kings. And on Sunday, we got Lakers, Grizzlies, Clippers, Suns. Um, what's your thoughts on this weekend? Round one. Uh, it's going to be it's gonna be crazy. It's going to be a vet field. Um, obviously, KD versus Russ. Um, I don't like Paul George being out, honestly. That, that kind of scared. I, I he had it. Kendrick Perkins on ESPN talking about the Clippers are going to Beat the Suns. You don't care if Paul George is out. Well, I do. Uh, I, I can't put my money on the Clippers with no Paul George. Um, I, I just don't see them taking it. Uh, I mean, the depth is there. They have a better bench than the Suns. Give them that. Uh, I, I just can't see anybody stopping KD. Obviously, 
the person that you want to stop KD Kawhi is available. Um, I don't know. I, I just feel like you can't have K you can't have Kawhi guard KD and D book. Uh, so that's there's it's just a mixed match in my or mismatch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. In my opinion, I mean, I I, I think. I don't know, man. I, I don't know if the Clippers got it. Uh, really, it was all Suns, but... We need Russ to shoot like Curry. <laughs> yeah, you're really banking on Russ in this series, and maybe he'll turn up. Who knows? Uh, you really never know what you're going to get there. But I will say, um, Hawks Celtics, man, kind of, it's like, I don't know. I think Boston's going to roll on, on Atlanta, man. That's just my thoughts. Uh, I don't think... Atlanta's physical enough to hang with them. Uh, I just think the Celtics should take it. But, again, I mean, that's a team that's had some little bit of injury issues. Robert Williams and also Jalen Brown. Uh, didn't he get, just get stitches in his hand um, So recently? So, I, I don't know, man. I, I just don't know. But I will say I think the Celtics still will take that. Yeah, definitely agree with you on that. Uh, Got to have a huge game from Jason Tatum himself. Um, one thing I will say, the most anticipated game of the week for me or weekend is Knicks Cavs. Yeah, uh, I just, just I just feel like that's that. going to be just uh, that. that that could be a potential OT game uh, every every game uh, the series. So I, I just feel like you have to have a huge game out of Donnie, uh, show him the reason he didn't go to New York. Uh, and Julius Randle can't fold. I mean, if he no. folds, the Knicks he's are done. He's really been shooting lights out this year, too, from the three-point. Um, so if he's on, I mean, that'll really help the Knicks out. Mitchell Robinson um, and Jared Allen going up against each other, I think that'll be interesting. But I will have to agree with you there. I think this is the most anticipated game, um, really, because I, I, like we were just – talking about it I, I think the Sixers should roll on the Nets um that should be easy uh Celtics I could see them taking the Hawks and the Knicks Cavs is definitely most anticipated Warriors Kings should be interesting so see what we get out of that one yeah I mean I I can't complain with how this laid out um in the NBA playoffs Lakers Hawks Grizzlies. Celtics uh you know Celtics fans are gonna give Trey Young hell uh we will see um Dylan Brooks. Uh, like you said, yeah, <laughs> oh there, there's a lot of villains this weekend. Um, we will see. Should be an event-filled weekend. Shouldn't be any boring games. Closest game we might see to boring is Hawks-Celtics. Uh, that's if Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are shooting lights out, but that's been rare this season that they both do it. Uh, so we will see, man. I'm, I'm hyped. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. So NBA postseason is here. It's going to heat up. Hopefully the Sixers won't disappoint us, Philly, but we will see. Hopefully they can make it out the second round. But who knows? I don't know. Doc Rivers is our worst enemy, as Nick said earlier. You are correct. Uh, so we will see. Um, hopefully Maxie's teed up, though. And then uh, hopefully, like I said, we just run through Brooklyn and we continue from there. Um, sorry, my boy Bridges, but we're going to have to do it to you. Uh, so that's it for NBA talk. We'll move on to MLB. Baseball is here. Baseball is back. You know we're hype. You know we've been hype. Uh, so let's get into it, man. First things first, I'm going to start off with my Phillies. My Phils love hate so far. Four and seven start. They are playing currently at the moment. Game was tied last time I looked. I'm scared to look now because it was in the eighth. Um, <laughs> we're on a commercial break here. But... Uh, I want to get into it, man. I want to say um, Stott, Bryson Stott, started talking, if y'all remember, uh, starting off scorching this season uh, for us, batting 422, um, and he also just made history today, has the longest hitting streak to start a Philly season in 73 years, 12-game hitting streak with nine multi-hit games. Shout out to Bryson Stott, man. This kid is absolutely electric, and he's what we all expected him to be. Um, so I'm glad to see him thriving this season. Uh, Trey Turner himself batting 313 this year. Um, had a few quiet games these past few games, but hopefully uh, we get we get him rolling again. Batting 313. Um, boom. Boom is really the other story of this team so far um, on the positive end. Batting 341. And um, we got other guys like Nicky coming back, man, batting 300 this season. And we got Marsh batting 407. Um, other than that, man, I got to say I'm a little bit disappointed in Schwarber's start so far, batting 200. Um, he does have three homers. He's leading the team in homers, as expected, with 46 last year, 48. I forget how much he finished with. But um, just... <sighs> 
I, I don't know. I, I want to see him deeper in the lineup. I don't like him batting second or third. I don't like that. I want to see him drop a little bit down in the lineup because he's a slugger, man. He's going for he's going yard or he's striking out at this point where he's getting walked. So just drop him down a little bit in the lineup. But other than that, I did, this isn't the start I expected out of the Phillies. Again, 4-7 and seven as of right now. Um, it is the bottom of the ninth currently right now versus the Marlins. This is for the series. Uh, it's 1-1 right now, Phillies-Marlins. Um, the pitching, absolutely horrendous, though. Aaron Nola, I want him out of here. Trade him if he's worth anything right now. Uh, <laughs> Strom looks like our best pitcher right now. Wheeler, looking decent, 6Ks today, um, and hopefully you can get a win. Um, but I will say the pitching depth is hurting us. Andrew Painter getting hurt definitely hurt us. And uh, Suarez, definitely need Ranger back ASAP. But, again, man, starting this season on the road in Texas and New York, I didn't like that. But – um, just wish for a little better of a start, but I think these Phillies team will get it rolling as always. I feel like they always kind of start slow and get it heated up as the season goes on. And uh, Bryce Harper looking to make his return sooner than expected. Uh, the team's doctor saying he's reportedly healing very freakishly fast. So we will see. We've seen him batting, knocking dingers at the bank, <laughs> and uh, he's on the field, man. He's grinding. I think he's itching to get back. So sad to see Hoskins, man. This team started off this year with the injuries that we didn't expect. Hoskins, Bryce, Ranger Suarez, Andrew Painter, um, and Dark Hall getting surgery on his hand, which was a successful surgery from what I read today. But enough about the Phillies. How about your Yankees, man? We are rolling. We are absolutely rolling. Um, obviously, with the injuries, we had the pitching. I uh, couldn't be more ecstatic uh, how this team has started out. Uh, obviously, had a couple punt lineups uh, throughout the 10 or 11 games, excuse me, 12 games we played. Uh, but I will say um, I'm happy with this Yankees team. I think we actually have a legitimate shot to go all the way and win it. I know you hear this every year from us, uh, but this year is the year. I'm very confident. Uh, we are fourth in the league, in the whole league, the whole MLB, um, with 2.69 ERA. Uh, Cole has just been shoving. Nestor's been dealing. Uh, Ro- once Rodon gets back, I expect that number to go even lower. So that's something to look forward to, Yanks fans. Um, Glaber Torres is the MVP of the league right Man, now. He's playing lights um, out. He's second in batting average. Uh, behind Luis, uh, Luis Arez. Um, Glaber's just been dealing uh, just, just exactly what we need him to be. Uh, I will go back to the Phillies real quick on your point. Uh, I do like how you brought up Schwarber hitting deeper in the lineup. Uh, he, he should be a Stanton-esque vibe for you guys. Yeah, uh, we have yeah. him batting fourth, uh, particularly because sack flies. Uh, we just need contact on runners in scoring position. You know that yeah. uh, when there's less than two outs so i just feel like schwarber at fourth or fifth would be a move uh that you guys should look into huge move uh a lot of backlash i, I will say on rob thompson i mean what's your thoughts on that i go on philly's twitter uh, i know it's not the <laughs> the nicest place in the world uh but I, everybody's saying rob thompson can't manage uh how to put his clothes on like i i don't I'm like, whoa, uh, pump the brakes slightly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I I called for Girardi to get out of there with very good reasoning. Uh, pretty sure you could back me up on that. That guy, did, he's a bonehead. I mean, <laughs> he, uh, he did he did us good for the Yankees, but his years caught up to him. Uh, I, I don't. I just need your thoughts on that. They they're already calling for Rob Thompson's job. I mean, yeah. guy. Listen, while you are talking about Philly fans, which they they do seem to overreact, um, but yeah, man, I, I think we need to pump the brakes here because look, um, <laughs> Rob Thompson. Uh, in my opinion, he's in a shitty situation right now with what he's dealt. I mean, you got high expectations coming off of the World Series, you know, the run last year. Um, so automatically off rip this season, you're coming in with way high expectations than what we would have had normally. Um, and nobody expected us to end up in the World Series sneaking into the playoffs last year. But Rob Thompson, man, you can't forget what he did for us last season. Once Girardi got shipped out, he came in and turned that team around. If Girardi was still the, the head coach of this team, we wouldn't even have made it into the postseason. So uh, I, I got to say, with all the injuries that he's dealt, and really this is only because of the lineup stuff, um, you see the lineup changing a lot every day, every game. And But people, it's because he's there. the injuries on the team is that is that reason, in my opinion. I think he's just, since it's so early in the year, 
I, I just I, I want to cut Rob some slack because it's early on. You got to play with the lineup with all these injuries that you're dealt and see where your best options are, who fits where the best until all your guys are back healthy. Um, that's my opinion on it. I just think it's a little too soon to start worrying about his job or anything else like that. I think you got to cut the guy some slack. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I agree with you on that. That's why I brought it up. Uh, I just felt like they were no, yeah, they were been, jumping yeah, the gun a yeah, little I've too been, quick. I've been seeing it too. Uh, so. I I don't want to I don't want to jump the gun essentially myself, uh, but says the wise guys we do bring shit up. Uh, <laughs> I want to know: uh, is it too early to talk about the amount of money they gave Trey, or do you do you think they could have went out and got a guy like? I don't know what their price range was together side by side, so I, I just don't want to speak blindly here, but. A guy like Correa, I don't know. Like a, a cheaper shortstop is what I'm getting at, and a better arm in the bullpen. Or do you like this and just wish Reese never got hurt and Harper, etc.? No, I, I I don't take back the Trey Turner signing whatsoever. Um, he's still, you know what I mean, best shortstop in the league statistically. Uh, he's great on defense. He's a great, you know what I mean, great addition to this team. I just think the injuries are unfortunate, and we're not at 100% right now. Um, so every, other guys have to step up right now. But I, I, I just bring it up, not necessarily, obviously, his ball's hitting. Like, he's, his bat's hitting the ball. He's, he's serviceable. Yeah. Uh, how how many games, I guess, that let me read phrase my question how many games is too many games until he gets a home run uh would you go 10 (laughs) 20 do you are you looking for home runs out of him because i the amount of money that he's paid uh i don't i just want your opinion on that yeah when do you want to see a home run from trey yeah well obviously i expected one already because he was bombing them in the world baseball classic um but really if we were if we recall here trey turner is not a slugger you know what i mean he's a contact guy uh he does hit home runs but he's not a slugger at the end of the day uh he gets on base uh he's incredible on defense and that's why he's the best shortstop in the league but um i will say i did expect a home run already he almost had one today it bounced off the gate i mean i everybody thought it was gone i did too philly's twitter did um but it would have been nice to see him get his first one of the season i again i expected it already definitely but let's remember uh trey turner is definitely not a home run slugger but he does hit them so i expected one already but again the guy is batting 313 uh he's had a lot of multi-hit games so far and uh i think he's i think worth it on defense for us because we're horrible on defense um if if you watch the phillies man but so I would say I don't take nothing back on Trey. I think it was a great addition for this team, especially um, his glove in the field. And uh, I think the hitting will come with it. Like I said, he's batting 313. He's hitting, making contact. He just hasn't hit any home runs yet. I am expecting those to come, though. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I wouldn't, if I was a Phillies fan, I wouldn't regret the Trey signing. Absolutely I just, not. I, I'm just a little disappointed if I'm a Phillies fan. I'm like, yeah, ah, yeah. what the hell, dude? Like, you know what I mean? He was hitting. Yeah, yeah. That's all. Yeah. He shouldn't have did that. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? It comes with expectations. Like People see you slugging, yeah. <laughs> like, and then you come to the Phillies and you guys are <laughs> under 500. Yeah. So we, we're we looking for him to put his cape on, essentially. Be a Franchi <laughs> yeah. Cordero, uh, yeah. who's been Franchi. going absolutely insane for us. Yeah. Uh, to put the sugar on top of the funnel cake, I know that's a new one, but... Uh, he was a former Red Sox. He, he was playing. He was in a Red Sox jersey last year. Um, yeah. So uh, thank you, Red wow. Sox fans, Boston. You guys did us a favor there. Why did um, I think he came from the Orioles? He, he was. He was on the Orioles, but his last team was the Red Sox. Um, so yeah, just I'm excited to have him on the team. Uh, Rizzy, Rizzy, Rizzy. Uh, what tremendous leadership today. Uh, Clay Holmes. He walked three straight guys. Uh, had the bases loaded in the bottom of the ninth inning. They had the winning run, the tying run on bases. Um, Rizzo calls a timeout himself, goes over to Clay Holmes, uh, has a little chat with him like he's the fucking manager. Uh, I'm pretty sure in the playoffs last year we called him manager <laughs> Rizzy. Uh, I, I just think that was tremendous. I, I think that was huge. Um, that's really not getting highlighted or something you can't see on the box score. Uh, Rizzo just having that talk with Clay Holmes and then him striking out the next guy to win the game. Um, not necessarily striking out, getting out the next guy, excuse me, but... 
Yeah, just insane leadership by Rizzo. Yeah, Anthony Rizzo, man, he's just an incredible ball player. He really is. His uh, his baseball IQ is through the roof, and uh, he's a guy with a lot of experience in the league, and he's he's just a well-seasoned vet. He really is. Um, so he's great for the team. He's great in the dugout, and I think he's great for the Yankees. He really is. Since he's been there, he's been lights out for you guys, and uh, definitely one of my favorite players in the league, always has been. Yeah, absolutely, man. So – one more question with the MLB uh, before we wrap things up here and go into our segment. Uh, we will do some way too early predictions before we cut it off. Uh, but before we get into that real, real quick, I just need to know your thoughts. We've heard a preview of it earlier in the episode. Uh, you mentioned Nola. You want him out of here. You want him gone. Uh, 20 hits allowed. Yeah. Zach Granke has 19. Um, what's your thoughts on Nola being literally Granke? <laughs> I think that's a good comparison. I mean, I, I, at this point, uh, yeah, I do want him gone. He's just he can't. The guy can't go more than three innings anymore. And um, you know, despite being you know top five in strikeouts last year, you know, uh, he's always in the conversation for you know running for Cy Young. Yeah, not it's to cut like, you off, it's crazy, but he has. I think he's like thirteenth in strikes thrown this year. But he's like has one of the worst ERAs. Yeah, exactly, and that's the problem. He strikes out a lot he of guys. Too many strikes yeah. down the middle. Yeah, he just he. I don't know, man. He folds under pressure. He always has. Always came off that way. Um, and I don't know, man. I just don't like his demeanor. Uh, his prom, his mound presence, um, is not the best, and it never really was. I mean, you see the guy sweating like he jumped in a pool after the first inning. Um, I don't know if that's a personal thing or what, but it's just not ideal for to be your ace on the team. And I think Wheeler at this point. I mean, despite having a little shaky start himself, I think today, again, he came out six Ks. Granted, we're in extra innings right now, but I think Wheelers deserves the title of being the ace on this team. He's I'll trust him any day over over Aaron Ola, any day of the week. Um, I think he deserves that. And, um, you know, that's just it for me. But I will say, uh, yeah, man, I want Nola gone. I just think he's absolutely horrible. So that's just my thoughts there. Yeah, man, this bullpen is just absolutely ridiculous. If I'm a Phillies fan, I'm Arthur Hand meme every day. Yeah, I'm ripping my eyes uh, out at this point. Craig Kimbrell, I mean, the guy does a phony ass fucking wind up, weird looking wind up, uh, just <laughs> yeah. to lose the game every time. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I let you Phillies fans get into it more than me. Uh, but I will say, as a Yankees fan, I got to bring this up. We're third in the MLB and run differential. Um, with our punt lineups in sometimes, uh, in my opinion, Aaron Boone has given guys days off that didn't really need days off. Uh, Glaber could have played today. But, yeah, I, I mean, I will give respect where it's due. Schwarber, I was talking down about him, uh, obviously. not ex His expectations weren't met uh, as far as homer after homer after homer on some judge shit. But, I mean, the guy is serviceable. He's getting hits. You know what I mean? Um I don't know. I, I just feel like the Phillies bullpen is really going to just overlook the whole t the team as a whole. Um, it, the gate, You guys could put up runs. You guys could put up eight runs. But I just feel like the other team's going to put up nine just because of the pitching. You know what I mean? So it, it's sad to see. But to leave it off on a good note before we get into our segment, um, there's no more Kyle Gibson. There's no more Noah Syndergaard. Um, they're obviously both doing worse. Uh, so you guys can still have them too. You guys can still yeah. have them too in the guys rotation. We, guys, we traded for like Soto, man, just not living up to expectations. This and that—that's the thing that really pains me. This team tried to address the bullpen issues. I feel like that's the name offseason. of Philadelphia expectations. So yeah. yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, but yeah, Dominguez shit in the bed. I mean, yesterday. I mean, it's just horrible, man. It, you know, when you extend guys and you expect them to come out and play how their usual expectations are, it's sad. You know what I mean? And uh, I will say. Um, other than him letting up a home run today, Alvarado has been lights out this season. I think he's the best closer in baseball right now from what I was reading. Um, so I'll give it to Alvarado. I think he is our best closer right now. But uh, Dominguez got to step up. Uh, you know, I know he's had a few injuries, you know, injury history, but you got to step up. You get extended, you, you know, you got to do what you got to do. But I will say, when we get Ranger Suarez back, we did expect this team did expect to have the number one prospect, pitching prospect, Andrew Painter, which sadly got injured. Uh, he definitely would have been in the, our rotation. Uh, so it sucks when you go into the season with those expectations and they and they aren't there. Um, but 
definitely some pitching issues um, for not having as many bats as we should. Injury reasons, I will say the bats have been pretty hot. Uh, you just Again, man, it's like what you said. It's, it's the pitching at the end of the day, and that's what wins baseball games. So I will say um, mixed emotions to start the season so far, but we'll pump the brakes and relax and enjoy the ride because – it's going to be a good one. It's going to be fun. And uh, let's, get, let's get ready, man. It's going to be a long season. Yes, sir. Couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, fully strapped up for this season. Uh, but before we end this episode, have to get into our way too early predictions for the MLB awards. Uh, we'll start it off hot. AL MVP. Guys know who I'm rolling with. Giancarlo Stanton, uh, he's going to win his first MVP uh, since 2015, I, I think, Marlins, right? yeah, first MVP in a couple years, uh, he's just off the chain right now, um, batting average not the hottest, uh, but when he does get hits, they're important hits, a uh, couple of dingers already, uh, the, the guy's just been on fire, I know you guys would have thought I said, or I know you guys thought I would have said Glaber Torres, uh, he's absolutely on fire, I just feel many, many, many more Stanton, important Stanton bombs coming. Um, I feel like he's going get to get us out of a lot of jams um, to come. And uh, we didn't play the Red Sox yet. So you didn't see Stanton Reds. You didn't see Stanton against the Red Sox, a.k.a. Superman. Uh, but, yeah, that's my early, way too early AL MVP. Who's yours? Way too early AL MVP. I, I do like the Big G prediction. I like that. I, I'm a you know I'm a big fan, man. I, I love hate, um, but I will say, uh, while a lot of Phillies fans, it's not common, but I do got love for the Yankees, man. I do. You know I got a soft spot for the Yanks. Um, I love the team. The guys got a solid team over there. Um, but I will say the Rays, the Tampa Bay Rays, have been red hot. They're the first team to start ten and zero, I believe, since 1970s. Just absolutely crazy, but I'm gonna go. Randy or Rosarina might be up there, man. I think he's he's a solid pick for AL MVP. Way too early prediction. I'm not too sure what he's batting this year, but I will say uh, from the World Baseball Classic to now and leading his team along with Lau and those guys, man, ten and zero. Um, just pretty impressive stuff right there. I'm gonna say Randy. Yeah, it's not a bad pick at all. I mean, my guy Brandon Lau has like. <laughs> three home runs in three <laughs> straight insane. games yeah. or something crazy. crazy uh dude's just been raking uh yeah man i i like that pick randy's not a bad player at all obviously Try tremendous player yeah. Yeah, yeah so i mean that moves us to nl mvp uh i know you had certain bias against a certain <laughs> guy uh already locked the ticket in uh if you guys didn't know it was a philly but yeah surprise I'm trying to hear your yeah. NL MVP currently. After watching a couple games, seeing all these things, how they played out, um, I'll go first with mine. Uh, CJ Crone, got to give it to him straight up. Uh, so far, so far, I'll go with CJ Crone. Yeah, I, I you can't be mad at that pick right there. CJ Crone is an absolute beast. There were some jokes that we should trade for him. I don't think the Rockies will give him up though. Um, but NL MVP, as much as I, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna rock with my with my ticket that I got in. I think it'll heat up. Um, doesn't look like it right now necessarily, maybe. But again, I'm gonna go with Trey Turner. Um, I think that'll heat up. Um, <laughs> Dark Horse, Bryson. It sucks. I, it sucks. I just I just feel like. The, the the Bryce Harper rush back is just pulling us away from the heart from the Turner MVP. <laughs> yeah. God, I feel like Bryce no. is gonna grab it. No, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. MV three. I will not be mad at that as well. I mean, uh, you can't be mad. Bryce I feel Harper. Like this guy's itching to come back. <laughs> yeah, no, he's on the field every day, every night. Wouldn't be surprised if they come in the next day and he's still there. Um, the guy lives, breathes baseball, and uh, won an MVP, man, and uh, with with the Phillies already. And this will be, uh, I mean, that's two MVPs he has because he won one in Washington. Um, but yeah, no, you're not wrong there. But I'm gonna rock with Trey still. I think that'll heat up. Speaking of him, he's at the bat right now. Um, but yeah, man, I, I'm gonna say Trey, dark horse. Uh, I will. <laughs> I, you know, Stott is kind of a joke, but the guy is batting out of this world 422 to start the year. And, uh, you know, arguably the best player on the team right now other than Boom. So, I, you know, I'll stick with Trey, though. I'll rock with Trey Turner. Yeah, and that is nice. That's a nice call. Uh, not mad at you for it. Obviously, has the potential. Does get a lot of hits. Uh, so, we'll move on to the AL Rookies of the Year. Uh, the young guys coming up. Obviously. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Volpe. 
Volpe is the rookie of the year. Uh, I don't I don't care about a gunner. Uh, Volpe Volpe's Volpe. Um, he had his first leadoff leadoff double today. Uh, first hit of the game. Volpe. Um, I, I just love the way this kid plays. Uh, phenomenal in the field. Uh, future Gold Glove winner. So we will see. We will see. Yeah, man, can't argue that he is on the ticket with Trey Anthony Volpe. Definitely not a bad pick. Um, Volpe, man, I, I think he's got potential to win the AL Rookie of the Year. I do. I think he's got the potential there. And um, I, I will say Gunnar Henderson is not a bad runner-up on the O's, man. In Baltimore, he's doing his thing over there. But I will rock Volpe still, just like I'm sticking to my guns with Trey. Um, both of them are on the ticket, so that'll be a nice little cast there. But I'm going to rock with Volpe with you. But Gunnar Henderson is a nice runner-up there. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, for the NL Rookie of the Year, uh, got to go with my guy Jordan Walker. Uh, yeah, he, he, I think he has like 11 straight <laughs> games he's got on base for the Cardinals. Uh, Corbin Carroll, uh, first time I'm hearing about this guy this year. Don't get on me. Uh, not not the craziest on prospects. But, yeah, man, Corbin Carroll just homered uh, today, I think. Uh, so, yeah, he's doing pretty good. Kodai Senga, uh, not the best outing. Uh, but, yeah, man. These NL awards, I feel like NL rookie awards um, are heating up. And I, I feel as though we have to start off with Jordan Walker. So that leads me to the next award, obviously. Uh, who's your thoughts on the AL Cy Young Award winner? AL Cy Young. Um, it's it's difficult, man, but I'm going to rock Garrett Cole. I think Cole's coming for it this year. Uh, I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to stick to my guns there and go with Garrett Cole, man. Your guy over there in New York, I'm going to rock with that. Yeah, absolutely. Garrett Allen Cole is on fire this year. Uh, 3-0 to start. I think he has a 1.80 ERA. Uh, just tremendous. 22 strikeouts. Uh, just couldn't ask for a better outing or outings from this guy uh three and zero to start just says it all absolutely man i i gotta just rock with it there and give it to garrett cole yeah absolutely man and that leads us to finish off this segment with the nl cy young award winner um i know it pains you to not have any phillies in this conversation i'd hope <laughs> yeah, no, nah, um, I think they actually still have Nola and Wheeler up there in the odds. But uh, before the season, and as much as I would like it to happen, I did say Zach Wheeler because he's healthy this season coming off the injury, and it could still very well be in a heated up conversation. But um, Sandy Alcantara, other than us chewing him out this season, uh, you know, I know he, he had won it last year. He's definitely – he should have a great season as well. Um kind of difficult to to narrow it down there but um I, I don't know man i really want to see wheeler bounce back and, and start to cook uh, but it is it's not looking too great right now <laughs> i mean yeah I, I agree with you on that one of the things that really took me by surprise this year is the diamondbacks bullpen is just on fire i mean zach gallon and merrill carol merrill kelly are just dominating this <laughs> yeah. year it. i used to fade them last year yeah so i, I both just Hit a button or something. I mean, I was fading Zach Gallen. I swear to God, last year and oh, yeah. towards the end of the year, I was. I'm not fading this guy anymore. He's just throwing out of heat. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, the Diamondbacks are a team. If you're in the futures, if you're into that, I called it two years ago type shit. The Diamondbacks. Just look out for 2026, 2028 ish. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, it's a hard thing to to process or picture, but I can't be mad at you there. Uh, they've gotten some, they've improved their bats over the last few years and their bullpen tremendously. Um, so we'll see what happens. But um, I believe that's pretty much it for today's episode. Got into a lot to get back to into swinging things. Um, we are back. So you already know if you made it to this point, appreciate the love and support. Y'all show us this is why we keep going, keep doing this thing for y'all. And uh, we'll be back next week. Absolutely. Uh, just wanted to say one more thing. Go Yankees. And go Phils. Let's go. All right, man. That's it for the day, and we are out. Peace.